Spirit of a Champion presents Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams. Welcome to another encouraging moment. Hi, this is Bobby Williams, and I'm so glad you joined me today. I want to talk to you today and tell you that God is our hope. Yes, He is. He's our hope in life. He's our hope for today. He's our hope for tomorrow. And He's our hope for the future. When we leave this earth, He is the hope of heaven. Thank you, Jesus. I love this. What a great message we have. I know you're going to enjoy this. When someone is hopeless... They feel a sense of loss, a dire need without remedy, with no answer or no way out. Sometimes they give in or they give up or they recoil into a solitude, a despair. And without hope, they fall into depression and tears and hopelessness. As a Christian, we should be full of hope because God lives in us and He is our hope. Today in Romans 5, we will learn that God is our hope for every part of our future. And a story out of Exodus 2 about the birth of Moses will give us a testimony of that hope as we read Romans 5. So I hope you have your Bible with you. One of my key verses today is Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. Don't lose hope in your situation, in your circumstances. Stay strong, and God will see you through, my friend. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, anything that comes out of my lips, into my heart or my mind, let it be edifying to you, Lord. Let it be glorifying to you and inspirational and encouraging to our audience. Give them hope, Father, that only you can give through the power and the presence of Jesus Christ in our lives. Amen and amen. Well, if you have your Bible with you, go to Exodus 2, because I want to read you the story about the birth of Moses, a great man of God called by God to lead the children of Israel out of slavery from the Egyptians. And it says in Exodus 2, verse 1, Now a man of the tribe of Levi married a Levite woman, and she became pregnant and gave birth to a son. When she saw that he was a fine child, she hid him for three months. And the reason she hid him was because the Egyptians had decided that they were afraid of their slaves, the Jewish people, the Israelites. They were afraid of them because they were growing in great number. God was multiplying them. He was making them fruitful in the midst of slavery, and they were gaining great numbers. And so Pharaoh was convinced by his people and his leaders around him that they might be turned over or attack the Egyptians and take over Egypt. So what they did, Pharaoh put a law in that he was going to kill the first male child in all of Egypt to any Israelite. And so it was a very scary time, and I can only imagine what the mothers were saying, and this happened. It was a law. So they sent the army into the slave encampment, and they killed little babies, just murdered them right in that mother's arm, and they murdered them. Well, let's read on in here and see what happens. In verse 3, but when she could hide him no longer... She got a papyrus basket for him and coated it with tar and pitch. Then she placed the child in it and put it among the reeds along the bank of the Nile. His sister, Moses' sister, stood at a distance to see what would happen to him. This is an amazing thing of great faith in the midst of terrible circumstances. 
Where are you right now in your circumstances? Are you worried about the future? Are you worried about your circumstances? Well, we want to tell you to stand on faith right now. Stay in faith. We're praying for you. We're believing for you. And I believe that God will see you through. But the number one point today is stay in faith. This is what Moses' mother did. She had great faith. She put the child in a basket and she floated it down the Nile. Then Pharaoh's daughter went down to the Nile to bathe. This is verse 5. And her attendants were walking along the riverbank. She saw the basket among the reeds and sent her female slave to get it. She opened it and saw the baby. He was crying and she felt sorry for him. This is one of the Hebrew babies, she said. Then his sister asked Pharaoh's daughter. Remember, the sister of Moses walked with the basket. You know, she was in the reeds watching what happened. When she saw Pharaoh's daughter look at the baby, she said, shall I go and get one of the Hebrew women to nurse the baby for you? Yes, go, she answered. So the girl went and got the baby's mother. Pharaoh's daughter said to her, take this baby and nurse him for me and I will pay you. God put circumstances together. Now think about this and I want you to think about your own situation in your own life right now. You're in a situation maybe right now where you think, gosh, this is really terrible. I've tried everything. There's not really anything that I can personally do. I've talked to everybody. I've got the wisest people around me. I've prayed about it. Well, guess what? God is with you. If you've done all those things and you've talked to him about it, just like Moses's mother, she acted out of faith and she did this. And what's so amazing is God puts Pharaoh's daughter, what are the chances that this baby would be floating down the Nile? What are the chances that the Pharaoh's daughter would find the baby? That is an amazing thing that God did supernaturally for Moses and his family, and he can do it for you too. That's my second point. The supernatural ability of God, because he's the God of the universe, he will put people and places and things in your way to get you to where you need to go. Even though you don't think that right now it's possible, nothing is impossible with God, and this story right here proves it. Then she said, yes. So the girl went and got the baby's mother. This is such an amazing thing. The mother that was willing to let go of the child, then she becomes the nursemaid for her own child through the Egyptian's royal family. So she's not only feeding her baby, but she's being paid while she's feeding her own baby. God is miraculous. And this is a miraculous story, and it should really comfort you in your situation right now that she stood on her faith. She believed in miracles. She believed in the miraculous, in the supernatural. And God put people and things together to make it happen. Well, as it went, Moses grew up and Pharaoh's daughter did adopt him into the family and he became part of their family. And Moses became a great man in the Egyptian world. He became a great leader because he was a son of the Pharaoh, you know, a grandson. So you've got to understand how great this was at the time. That's what they thought. But in the end, Moses would go to his people, the Israelites, and try to help them. He murdered one of the Egyptians, and he was thrown out of Egypt because of this. 
and he went out to the desert to live. We'll do that story some other time, but I wanted to give you a little insight of what happened. He then came back later, and he saves the people of Israel from slavery. And see, that's what I'm trying to say to you. In your situation right now, you find yourself and you wonder, how is anything going to work out? I know the promise that God gave me about becoming this or having this career or maybe a family situation or a college degree. Maybe it's something else that I don't know. Maybe it's a relationship mending. Maybe your heart is broken over the loss of a loved one. Whatever it is, God is our hope. And he lives in you. If you're a Christian, through the power of the Holy Spirit, he came to abode in you. And with that relationship, he will comfort you. He will guide you. He will lead you. He will help you. And then he'll put all these things together for you so that you will be successful down the road, just like Moses, as you serve him. I've said that to say that you have faith in God, you believe in God, you trust God, you know that God can do miracles, the supernatural, and then you stand firm and then watch the salvation of the Lord work things out for you in your life. Amen. Well, with that understanding of this great, great story of Moses, I want you to turn with me to Romans 5 and understand how this scripture goes with Romans 5. This is talking about peace and hope of God in your life. And it says in verse 1 of Romans 5, Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into his grace in which we now stand. And we boast in the hope of the glory of God. Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance. Perseverance, character, and character, hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. So when you became a Christian... You were justified by the blood of Christ that the perfect lamb was crucified for my sin and your sin. He covered your sin. His righteousness is in you now. And you are justified through the mercy of Christ, the sacrifice of Christ, the blood of Christ. And you are ushered into the relationship with Jesus Christ in your life. And now that we have done that, we have gained access into his grace. And his grace is the most amazing thing. It's his unconditional love, and it's his unmerited favor. It's it's the favor of God that we cannot pay for. He paid for it on the cross. He loves us so much. He made us in his own image, and we are his children. When we accept Christ, then we are the sons and daughters of God. Amen. And of course, all this is to the glory of God. And when we go through a trial like you may be finding yourself into a tough situation. And you know, we know God's with us, but it can still be hard sometimes, can it? Because you're in a waiting time, trying to wait, trying to pray, being faithful, and you're waiting for it to turn and for you to get the hope that you need, the strength you need to get through. But remember what the Bible says, because we know that suffering produces perseverance Perseverance produces character, and character produces hope. Why? Because when we see the hand of God come into our life, like he did with Moses, and he took that child down the river with alligators and snakes and everything else in there, and the baby could have drowned, but it didn't. That baby was sent to Pharaoh's daughter. Pharaoh's daughter took it. His own mother nursed him, 
and his own mother was paid to do so. What an amazing story of hope. So you don't have anything to worry about today because with Christ, he is your hope. You know that in John 10.10, he said, I've come to give them life and give them more abundantly. And that's what he's trying to do in your life is you trust him. Listen to this last verse. Number five, it says, and hope does not put us to shame. Why? Because when we place our trust and hope in Jesus, he never lets us down. He never lies. He cannot lie. His Bible promises are true because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Christ has been given to us, and we have accepted him as Lord and Savior. And now we can just release and relax and understand that God's going to work it out. But we have to do our part physically, mentally, spiritually. And some of those things are you need to pray. You need to pray about your situation. Take those things to God that you cannot do. I mean, listen, I have prayed so many prayers in my life of things. Lord Jesus, please hear me today. I need your help. This is far above and beyond me. That person's sick or this situation's too hard. Lord, help us. Help this friend of mine with a promotion. Help this other friend of mine who wants a child, but this couple has not been able to have a child. Help them. See, when you pray, God hears your cries. He hears what you say, and then he puts a plan in place to answer that prayer. And as you read the Bible and you read his word with 3,000 Bible promises in it, and you start memorizing some of those Bible promises that God wants you to memorize between the Word of God and your faith and your prayers. God will be your hope, and through the trials, He will help you, and through the sacrifice, He will help you, and on the other side of this, you will be victorious. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, I just want to be the first today. Tell you, I love you in the Lord. We love you here at Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams. We love you. That's why we do this. We want to inspire and talk to you and say, don't lose hope today. Let me pray for you right now so that your heart will be jumped with the hope of God today. Dear Heavenly Father, I don't know what my brother or sister is going through, but you do, Father. Just place hope in their life today, just like you did for Moses' mother, Father. Give them a hope. Give them the encouragement. Give them some inspiration today. Let their eyes be open. Let them understand, Lord, that you are for them. You're standing with them. You will not leave them nor forsake them, and you will help them to the victory as they hope in you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, if you get a chance, go to EncouragingMoments.com. And if you go to EncouragingMoments.com, hit the watch button or hit the listen button. You can listen to audio podcasts just like you are right now. Subscribe to us. Give us five stars. Share it with somebody else so we can share God's word around the world. Pray for our ministry. Thank you for the gifts that you've been giving this ministry through our donate button on EncouragingMoments.com. It is surely an encouragement to us. We love you in the Lord. Have a great day today. Until next time, be encouraged. Thank you for listening to Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams. For more Encouraging Moments, go to spiritofachampion.com or join us on Facebook at Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams.